Hello everyone and welcome to the Flexthetic podcast. I'm your host Radhika. And trust me it feels really really good to wake up in the morning and see the country heal one day at a time. Hope things get better really soon and we don't set ourselves in for another lockdown. So urging you all to please stay safe, stay indoors as much as possible and please don't forget to wear your masks. While we get ourselves ready for another few weeks of working out at home since most of the gyms in the country don't seem to be open I have with me today Varun Arun who's going to tell us a little more about how he stays consistent with his fitness One of the fastest bowlers in India and apart from being a quintessential part of the Indian national cricket squad Varun has also been a part of a plethora of IPL teams in the past. The Delhi Daredevils, Royal Challengers Bangalore, Kings 11 Punjab and finally Rajasthan Royals. And apart from telling us a little more about his fitness journey, Varun also gives us major chilling, sunning and cooking goals as well. I mean, I started off as a as a young cricketer in Jamshedpur. I mean, most people don't know in India that Jamshedpur has a very strong sporting culture. So I was lucky enough to to grow up in Jamshedpur with so many uh, avenues of playing different sport, not just cricket around. And um, and yeah, I just started playing cricket when I was six or seven with my dad as as like a as like his hobby more than anything else. And then slowly it developed to be to to becoming my hobby. but i mean i started going for going for practice and stuff like that and eventually for the for the jharkhand under 15 side that's when i was uh, picked up by a talent scout um to go for the trials at the mrf pace foundation so the mrf pace foundation is uh the world's only fast bowling academy like recognized fast bowling academy so um, it was run by um dennis lilly and uh, ts shaker back then and then uh i was very fortunate to get selected because uh, back then they, they used to just select four or five bowlers in a year and most of them used to be playing ranji trophy and stuff like that but i got picked as a under 14 uh cricketer and that was really good that kick started the whole thing uh because getting picked for the base foundation back then was a big deal uh the ipl happened in 2000 and um 10 that was my first year I was I was I was there in 2009 as well but I had a I had a serious back injury uh which which kept me out of all the games but in 2010 I played for Delhi Devils uh Delhi Red Devils and then subsequently I played for the country and and yeah I've gone on to play for the De- Delhi Red Devils the uh the Royal Challengers Bangalore um Kings 11 Punjab uh Rajasthan Royals as well so yeah I mean um I've um enjoyed myself playing uh cricket all these years and 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 yeah i'm looking forward to many more good years in terms of your speed and the kind of agility you need um so what does your training look like even right now um during your on season during off season what what are the differences in the kind of training that uh happens to you so i mean the fast bowling is actually the most unnatural um Uh, I won't say sport because it's part of a sport, but your body goes through its most unnatural movements in fast bowling. I mean, your your spine is is designed to flex and extend or extend or or rotate 
but it's not meant to do all three or four of those things together so the amount of uh, pressure which goes through your body uh, at the crease and and when you bowl is immense so yeah i mean and and to bowl fast when i say fast to bowl 145 plus to bowl to bowl like in the early 150s you have to be first of all i mean uh, it's something which is which is either there new or not there uh, you can't you can't become a fast bowler like a fast bowler you can you can be a medium fast bowler but but fast bowlers are, are more born than than trained uh, it's just like how naturally some kids run fast in school and some kids can't it's, it's just as simple as that you just got to have those muscle muscle fibers so number one yeah i mean i'm lucky to be born with those fast twist uh, muscle fibers but uh, to keep doing it consistently for the, for the last uh, 15 years uh, right from junior cricket up till now has obviously um, has has taken its toll in a lot of ways i mean i've got, i've had quite a few injuries but i really enjoyed uh, bowling fast so i haven't slowed down as such but mm-hmm. uh, the when it comes to like training it's it's a mixed bag because um more often than not you find yourself in different um different formats of the game so you have to train for that format um more more often than not you 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 see you have a niggle or your body is completely fine so then you you design your training according to that so i mean when i was when i was like before my 20s training looked really different now training looks really different um but but the, the the general thing is that for to be a fast bowler you've got to have a really really strong um aerobic base which is a must uh you have to have your base level of strength has has to always be there because uh like i'm a big um i'm a sucker for 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 base fitness because if you if you don't have a good base fitness uh then you don't have anything anything to work on Absolutely. so so yeah i mean um it starts from the base and then it you you customize your training uh depending on which part of the season you're in depending on how your body is depending what you want to gain out of it but yeah i mean if i go into my training um schedules it could just vary from time to time and it's and there's a lot which goes on there's uh there's running this there's gym there's pilates there's lot of yoga there's mobility there's bowling uh Ooh. there are different running sessions different gym sessions so yeah it's crazy of course being a fast bowler does require pushing your body to its maximum capacity right and like really you got to know how you're able to do it every single day and also recover you got to have a very smart approach to training um so you got to balance you got to know what you're working on so say if you're if you're if you're working on your max strength uh you can't be doing say you say you do a max strength session on on monday morning you can't do a flat out speed endurance session on tuesday morning because i mean it's i mean muscle recovery is one thing you can get get you you can recover your muscles you can there are so many ways of of having of re- recovering your muscles quickly but uh, neural fatigue is something which is which is invisible and a lot of people don't get that um and if you're neurally fatigued you just don't see any training gains so uh it's it's really important for you to for you to know your body have a good understanding of training and if you don't if you don't have either it's really important for you to work with a really good trainer who's very highly qualified and who knows what he or she is doing um 
so yeah when it comes to recovery it's more about how how i train my sessions um and 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 obviously the the prerequisites of being a professional athlete having a really good diet uh eating yeah. according to a lot of people don't understand i mean there's, there's no point following a diet it's more about eating according according to how you train because mm-hmm. people get into these diets as see all the time and it's just not sustainable and they eventually fall out after a couple of months or max 6 months and then they just go back to eating absolute rubbish i'm not i'm not for diets at all um i feel i feel your diet should be your lifestyle and it's something which you could which you, you should be able to do for the rest of your life not just not just a fad for a few months and stuff like that. it just it just never works because yeah. you you i mean yeah to put it safely and directly i would just say that um diets really don't don't work and um, and when it comes to recovery it's it's a whole mixed bag uh hydration is really important uh eating eating clean food is really important so if you want protein the best way to get good protein is to have really good quality meats uh and if you want fiber there's nothing better than vegetables and and so on and so forth uh but yeah i mean i keep it pretty simple but uh sticking to um what i need when you're on the road uh say uh, uh it's just not possible to to find the kind of food you want uh mm-hmm. and when and when you're say you bowl like 25 hours in a day uh it's you're so tired it's hard for you to really get in that much food into your system um at a time so it's easier to take supplements then and and you you get that kind of effect it's it's convenient right you, you don't have to grill a steak or you you don't have to or you don't have to roast a chicken and stuff like that uh you can just like pop a couple of scoops and and feel you've had your protein but when you uh, when, when we're talking a uh, professional athlete then uh there is just so many things involved it's it's your i mean it's your well being it's your it's how you it's how you have to perform on a day because um like a bodybuilder can just live on like protein and and very minimal uh, uh what do you call it um fiber and stuff like that or they or some some guys don't even have water for a few days just to get shredded but i mean we can't do stuff like that right we oh, yeah. we've got to like we've got to stay on the field for for 6 hours doing our thing so i mean it depends uh, where your question is directed if it's hmm. if it, if you're talking about pro sport athletes it's a different conversation if talking about the general population who go to gyms and uh, and and people like that that then it's a completely different conversation no absolutely like i agree with the fact that people give up on water to look shredded do water fasts and things of that sort because of course they want to look like that for the camera or like they have an inherent goal when it comes to like looking like that right like but of course when you want to sustain on field and you want to perform um at your best then you need to be at the top of your game for sure okay now i have a series of questions a string of questions for you that form a part of a rapid fire but it's okay i can give you like a little more time to answer those because it's a lot of them Okay, yeah. I'll start. Favorite IPL squad till date? Uh, I would say RCB. Holiday destination of choice? Place I've been to or where I would like to go to? Place you've been to? Place I've been to, I would say say Austria. I loved Austria. Um, what is Varun like on a Friday night? 
ফ্রাইডে <laughs> pick one I would say school. I I I miss I miss school a lot. I mean, I miss playing handball uh, in in our school. I mean, yes. I was yeah. That that's something I think a lot of Loyolians will say that they miss doing. What is your favorite cheat meal, or do you even believe in cheat, cheat meals? My favorite cheat meal would be a full-on uh, mom's home-cooked meal with rice and and. and uh three vegetables and a few curries yeah that's my cheat meal squats or deadlifts uh deadlifts okay in a given day if you had only 15 minutes to work out what would you do i would run okay odis or t20s odis okay top 3 songs that are must in your playlist to keep you going while you're training I mean, I'm listening to a lot of this band called Her at the moment. One song that really pumps you up. Then what would that be? There's some things that just push you, right? Like that was my question. Like something that. Yeah. Okay. That way. That way. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there are tons. There are tons, man. I I listen to like like a lot of varied music. So it just depends what mood I am on. Like I mean, so sometimes. like a frank sinatra song could make me run faster sometimes maybe <laughs> if i heard like a like a solomon track would, it, it would make me run faster it just depends on my mood there's nothing fixed yeah best buddy from across all ipl squads let's say uh, kl rahul um, or murli vijay yeah favorite bowling coach till date dennis lilly is not all tough it's like a no brainer oh. Okay. Awesome. Okay, someone who really really inspires you. My family. Choice of clothing when not in athleisure or training clothes. I'm I'm very underdressed in general. So, I don't know what to say. Um but yeah, it's ironical. I love wearing formals, but you just never get an opportunity to wear formals and like at least when I was in Jamshedpur at least in the winter I could wear formals, but in Bangalore it's never cold enough for me to like actually put on a suit and stuff like that even in the winters uh so yeah i would i i i love a good suit a uh, good tuxedo but uh there's hardly ever an opportunity nowadays to wear because more often than not we just playing cricket during the winters i know but but then there's christmas that you can dress up like properly yeah but christmas in bangalore is not cold enough like like christmas in jamshedpur would be like 10 12 degrees christmas in bangalore is like 20 degrees so i mean you can't uh-huh. really yeah i know put up if the mercury falls below 
19 people think okay it's winter yeah <laughs> uh tell us more about what you find therapeutic and stress busting like i know cooking is one right because i've i've seen your instagram so i know you love to cook right i mean i i don't want to praise my own cooking uh, <laughs> uh but but my actual stress buster is is just fishing to be honest uh, i i love fishing so if i if i really want to or, or off off late like i'm i'm really enjoying playing golf so uh like i'm in chennai at the moment i just drive to mahabalipuram there's a beautiful golf course on the sea like off the shore and i just go there alone and i hit balls for like 3 4 hours which is which is so much fun wow that that sounds pretty nice and serene uh yeah okay a travel bucket list that you have like somewhere where cricket has already not taken you i i actually want to travel i haven't been able to travel at all except uh with cricket so it's pretty pathetic because i mean i would love to travel i have a cousin in who settled down in chile he he lives um on a lake which goes into a glacier and stuff like that man he's living the life i would love to go and spend a few months with him uh i have I have I have so many family all over the world in beautiful places like my there's another cousin in Aspen on the mountains. Uh so yeah I want to travel the whole world but unfortunately there's there's no time like as a as a fast bowler if I was, if I was a batsman I could have actually spared some more time and gone and holidayed but as a fast bowler if you're not playing matches you're either uh training to bowl faster or you're nursing some injury which you got to recover soon from so they have never really got the time to travel enough favorite pitch in india of all time uh wankhede wankhede bombay and a game that you played that was really really close to your heart uh, i'd say my debut my debut test and one day games like i mean that's the first time you play for your country so yeah it's just really really special Awesome. This brings me to an end to the never-ending set of questions. But it was really nice and interesting to know you. Also, I wanted to ask you, like, what would be your tips to young aspiring cricketers or fast bowlers, or something that you'd want to share that sort of worked for you? And what should someone do to like take their career to the next level? I mean, like, of course, except for talent and hard work. something that you think obviously yeah i mean that's the, those are the most cliched things like talent hard work and all that i mean that goes without saying you got to be disciplined you got to work hard and stuff like that. but i would say that i mean uh for, for kids i would say that to enjoy the game more than anything else easier said than done because when you're trying to make something your profession and you're trying to be really good at it sometimes the whole enjoyment aspect of it goes away and at the end of it at the end of, i mean you face it you you you're playing a game at the end of the day uh so all of us whoever plays a professional sport for a living uh we start off as just enjoying the sport and i feel uh if you can hold on to a great degree of how much you enjoy the sport throughout your career um there's there's no way you will not succeed because uh things start going south when you start getting too intense or or you feel that um this is becoming like torturous rather than than being something you loved so mm-hmm. i would say 
the key thing is to enjoy it because at times when i was younger just because i got into an academy setup really early uh sometimes you like the whole logical the whole uh planning the whole um the whole structure side of it comes in so much that you lose sight of what why you actually started the game so i would say that yeah kids should really enjoy the game and and always enjoy the game and i mean uh if you see the best in any sport they really enjoy the game look at federer he's still playing at 39 because he enjoys the game absolutely yeah absolutely agree with you and also i feel like in terms of fitness even if someone's doing general fitness right like it should be more sustainable so that you're able to do it for a longer duration right like it it shouldn't be very short term if i'm training right now i would want to be training when i'm like 40 or 45 or i would want to be lifting weights when i'm 45 or 50 right so that my muscles are strong and i'm possibly able to lift my own shopping bags later right so i feel yeah. sometimes people tend to forget to enjoy right and they they see it more as a task like hey okay i need to work out today because it's in my schedule but then like i think it's more it it becomes more enjoyable when when you see it more like hey like something's missing in my day and i think my day is going to get better if i include this in my everyday life right or i get in some sort of movement in my everyday life what is um next for you in the upcoming months what what does your year look like what are you planning to do what are your plans i mean at the moment i it's hard for me to uh, foresee what's going to happen because of the pandemic and it's uh, i mean especially with sporting events it's all up in the air it just depends how the bcci can conduct tournaments in india and stuff like that uh, but at the moment i'm in the middle of my first off season in the last 10 years maybe um, so i'm I mean, I've set up base in Chennai, and I'm really enjoying tra- training and working on things which I couldn't do in all these years. Because, I mean, for the last ten years, it's just been continuous cricket uh, in the summer, in the winter. Um, so, so yeah, at the moment, uh, I'm just looking at what I'm doing now, and whatever happens in the future is something that most most sportsmen really can't predict, especially in India, because like we're talking about a third wave now, so. So yeah, it's it's hard to predict what's going to happen. What I see is only things getting better this year, and everyone getting back to their regular normal lives. It's been a pleasure. I am pretty sure everyone who's hearing us is going to have a lot to take away from this conversation and getting to understand the way you train, the way you recover, and obviously getting to know you in and out. Thanks so much, Varun. tuning in and listening to this episode you can subscribe to the podcast to keep getting updates on future episodes and you can also follow us on instagram to get in touch and for all updates our instagram handle is flexthetic_the_podcast i'll see you guys very soon with a new elite athlete have a great day